0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. And I have to say, after many years, many years of dreaming and many years of discussion, I am pleased to announce that right here in Alexandria's Potomac Yard, we have a plan to unleash a brighter, more extraordinary future. And as part of this amazing project, we will build a spectacular $2 billion sports and entertainment district. That was the governor of Virginia Glenn Youngkin you guys heard it right here as we carried the press conference live December 13th, 2023, a day that we'll live in. Good morning everybody. It's not that bad. Uh Ted Ted didn't bomb Pearl Harbor. Uh he kind of blew up the future of Chinatown, but perhaps that was already in the midst of happening. Um, it was kind of a surprise attack, though, because I do think many people thought Ted was just bluffing. Uh, but look, the Wizards and Caps aren't leaving for St. Louis or Las Vegas, or even, you know, think of the 49ers, even a place like Santa Clara, where the Niners went 50, 45 to 50 miles south to play their home games. They're still here in the area. The Wizards are still 3-19. and 19. It's not Seattle losing their basketball team to Oklahoma City it's not you know the Chargers going from San Diego to LA or Oakland losing the Raiders uh, he's not Bob Ursay with the Mayflower trucks pulling up in the middle of the night to move the Colts to Indianapolis from Baltimore. We're not losing our teams um I guess the point being could be a lot worse uh, but most of you know that already. Um, good morning. I'm back. Thanks uh, for allowing me a day off yesterday. Had to take care of something personally. Uh, but we are back for the rest of the week on our way to Los Angeles Sunday for a game that they are they, meaning the team that actually matters in town, the Commanders. They are six and a half point underdogs against the Rams as hopefully we are in the mode of counting down four more losses and to the number four or maybe higher draft choice. I have a lot to get to um today. Look, I mean, this matters and it's a big deal. But these two teams that are moving are such a fraction in terms of the interest that people have in the football team and this audience in particular. Most of this audience they had no idea who Monumental Sports was until today. Um But we are going to certainly talk about it. We're going to open up phone lines, 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. I did have a friend reach out to me to say, Josh Harris should fire Ron Rivera this morning, which would completely sap the energy and the attention away from the Ted Youngkin uh, yuck fest this morning at Potomac Yard. Um, But look, the issue really is... Not so much that this isn't the worst thing ever, because it's not. I mean, teams do leave areas. Uh, Teams leave areas that are thriving, where teams are supported for better business deals, much better business deals. The issue is that two of our four pro sports teams, you know, half of what for many cities is a big part of civic or local pride, are moving out of the actual city. Not that far away. Uh, But like the Redskins did in 1997, uh, they moved out of the city. Landover is inside the Beltway. So is Potomac Yard. Actually, if you look at a map, the new home five years from now, four years from now, whenever it is of the Wizards and Caps, will be further inside the Beltway than FedEx Field. Uh, But the convenience or inconvenience of that, of the new location, is really a matter of perspective. Um... That comparison isn't really that relevant today, although it will be discussed uh, in coming days and coming months. Um, What is relevant is that a city that was rejuvenated, resuscitated to a certain degree, brought to life by Abe Poland, moving the wizards and caps into the city, is 25 years later being undone. Uh, And for me, as a born-and-raised Washingtonian, who loved what Abe Poland did 25 years ago. It hurts a little bit to see the two teams move, even if it is just four miles away. even if it is just barely south of National Airport. Washington National Airport, as Ted referred to it, not knowing that it's changed to Reagan National Airport in recent years. But I got I got his point. Understood. It is relevant that 25 years ago, Abe Poland, really brought to life a city that was so much different than it was after the two sports teams moved to Capital One Arena at the time, MCI Center. I don't know personally, um, and I don't think many of you do, the true economics of this deal for ownership for Ted Leonsis. I'm sure for the state of Virginia and the city of Alexandria, this is a big deal, perhaps with some risk. Um, But still, you could tell by the cheerleading emotion of the day. I mean, that got got to be a bit bit much with the governor and with the mayor. Certainly giddy for themselves about what they clearly believe was a huge day politically, I'm sure. Um, But today is much less about them and much more about Ted and the city of Washington. And Ted probably did the same thing today and has been putting this you know, together for months now, according to a lot of different people out there, that many of us would have probably done if we were in his shoes as well. I don't have hate in my heart for Ted taking these teams out of Chinatown and moving them four miles to the south in Potomac Yard. I don't know the particulars of the deal. I don't know what was going on down in Chinatown now. We've heard a lot. We've all been consumers. We've seen the area change a bit. I don't think it's changed drastically from my standpoint, um, but I know a lot of people who are suburbanites for the most part have had a different feel uh, coming into the city than maybe they did a few years ago. Um, But Ted got a better deal from Virginia, bottom line, and a much better deal from Virginia. This is a $2 billion project. And the city came up with five hundred million, you know, just a few days ago, finalized, and even that wasn't a given. By the way, I should mention that this deal is currently with Virginia, non-binding, and there is the ability for Ted to continue to negotiate with the city. Uh, uh, You know, despite that press conference feeling like they're putting shovel in ground later today, Um, and I do think it is. You know, pretty official. Um, but I just wanted to point that out, and the post did a good job, and I'll I'll reference it here shortly uh, about the particulars of the deal and what's actually finalized and what isn't. So I'll get to those specifics in a few minutes. But Ted probably did something many of us would have done. I, I can't sit here and just absolutely trash. Ted Leonsis for taking these two teams four miles to the south, further inside the beltway than FedEx Field resides today, without knowing what the options were, without knowing what the true economics of staying in Chinatown versus this incredible offer from the Commonwealth of Virginia and the city of Alexandria. My sense is, And Ted's been a pretty good business person over a long period of time that the move just made much more sense financially for him and his teams, you know, and the future of his teams competitively, perhaps. Abe Abe Poland thought differently in 1997. There was nothing that said moving the Wizards and Caps into the city at that point using primarily his own money was anything other than a wild major risk. Abe's clearly different. He felt this need, this desire to take his hometown And start something that really ultimately paid off in a big way. The move to Chinatown, an area that, for those of us who have lived in this area our whole lives, and we know this city, you know, that was not what you would call, you know, a vibrant, thriving neighborhood. And there weren't many of them, period, in our city. But when Abe took that risk, And he jump-started the return to D.C., the return to work, the return to eat and to go out, the return to live in the city. So many neighborhoods that were so difficult before Abe's moved to Chinatown took off after his impetus, after his move. Sports teams revitalizing a hard and depressed area of the city, like the Wizards and Caps and Abe Poland did 25 years ago, it snowballed Logan. You know, Adams Morgan became a little bit different. Columbia Heights, Brooklyn. You can go through all of the different neighborhoods that were not anywhere near what they are today. And Chinatown, of course, completely resurrected, completely turned into a thriving part of our city. I do understand that things have changed. I do understand that current administration, pandemic, everything, the way things were handled in the city, I understand the exit from the city of business and what that's done to jobs, what that's done to the economy, what that did perhaps to the teams that Ted owns, what it made it like for them to go to work every day in an area that was just five years ago, different than it is today. Again, I think that's a subjective conversation. I don't have a lot of data in terms of the crime increase and the carjackings and the danger. I go to that area, I have never felt truly like it is that much different than it was five years ago. But I would imagine for people who have lived way out in the suburbs and have it much different, they've noticed it more. And and I'm sensitive to that. Because they're customers of Ted's. Um, I would imagine, ultimately, that this made a lot of sense for Ted. In the moment, right now. And that he doesn't view it as a slap at the city um, and at civic and parochial and local pride. um, And perhaps doesn't even view it in the same way uh, that, that I am right now with respect to undoing what Abe Polin did. He is looking at it from a business standpoint. He's probably looking at it as, look, we're only four miles away. We're right next to an airport. We're right next to two rivers, as he mentioned. The Wizards have been a league joke for decades now. Maybe this was, in his mind, a way to make his teams more competitive I know that he's got this digital vision of what the future, and he likes to be the first. He likes to be, you know, pre-beta. You know, he likes to be the pioneer. Pioneers often end up with arrows in their back, but Ted's been through that as an entrepreneur. And he's always kind of seen the future. You know, I read this morning in an in-depth article about how this is a grand plan to eventually take monumental public. He could do that without this move. Maybe not at the same valuation. I'm sure that the company will be valued differently as with this deal. Uh, but um, I, it's really hard today without having been in all of these meetings and looking at every spreadsheet and looking at every pro forma to say, wow, Ted really screwed us. Now, the convenience-inconvenience of following the teams, the Caps and the Wizards, is a matter of perspective. I mean, clearly this will, I believe, impact Marylanders who live much further out. Is it going to affect me? I live in Upper Northwest D.C. I've lived in Bethesda. I've lived lived in Chevy Chase. The in-close suburbanites, the the -the in-the-city people, I can't imagine it will. I understand it's one more, perhaps a change of trains, metro-wise, not as easy to drive to. Rush hour traffic for a 7 o'clock game at Capital One is horrendous if you're driving on a weeknight. And it will be twenty to thirty minutes more horrendous in Potomac Yard. Try to get to Old Town in rush hour. Try, it's impossible. In fact, I was supposed to go there last week at six o'clock for something. It was a vehicle that was being um, was being purchased, and I said, "Nope, put it into ways." And it said an hour and ten minutes from where I was at the time in Bethesda. So I said, "I'll come." The next day at like 1.30. It will be extra time for Marylanders, extra time for people in D.C., certainly for Montgomery County, for Frederick County, for PG County, for Howard County. If you're driving, it will be more inconvenient. Um, God, man, that presser today. The woman who nearly, well, she did. She kind of broke down while introducing Glenn Youngkin. She was crying. I, I, I just didn't understand the the tears. I mean, this I, I I thought. No offense. I don't know who that woman is. Um, it was a bit much. A bit. I mean, I, it's not. You, you, you got to stand up there and you got to be professional. You can't break down. And then Yunkin, my God. I mean, he was breathless. The excitement over getting something done certainly. For him politically, this was a big day. The mayor of Alexandria was screaming when he got to the mic for crying out loud. Um, <laughs> it's look, there's a lot of jobs that will be created, 12 billion dollars in projected revenue down the road monumental sports going public at a much higher valuation. That was part of the calculus of this whole thing, I'm sure. Um, It's a big, big blow, though. A big, big blow for the city. There's no way around that. Again, hard for me to sit here and tell you that if I had all of the information that Ted Leonsis had that I wouldn't have done the exact same thing. It's very possible that this wasn't just, you know, uh, that this was a slam dunk. Like if you had a chance to look at what Virginia and Alexandria, Potomac Yard was compared to staying at Capital One with $500 million that was still in question from the city. Uh, so I can't, It's it's, I'm not the biggest Ted fan, over the years, I look, the, the team that he owns that I care about, I don't care about his eSports team, and I don't know anybody that does, and the championships that they have apparently won over the years. I'm not a big Mystics fan. Bless their hearts, they're going to play in Capital One. And I've certainly seen, especially over the last year, the rise in popularity of of women's basketball, in particular, at the college level, for sure, we saw that last year with um, Angel Reese and with Caitlin Clark literally stealing the show and having games that almost outrated well, they outrated NHL playoff games, almost outrated World's you know uh, Major League Baseball playoff games for crying out loud. Um, that arena will be there, but without its two main tenants, and the esports team is not one of them. Without the two main tenants, and without two of the four professional sports teams that are a big part of cities, big part of why cities you know thrive or don't thrive, a big part of why people look to to move to a city to move a business into a city, um, they're gone. Even if it is just four miles to the south, and Ted may be right when he said this is you know this is what the future looks like. These you know sprinkle a little water on a bean on a, on a bean and it turns into a beanstalk of a, of a city surrounding an arena where your professional sports teams play and it ends up being this massive destination. I'm sure it will be. I do think, and I'm sure many of you have thought. Well, what does this mean for the team in town that matters exponentially more than Ted's, you know, many teams that he owns? Um, I would think it's a good thing. I would think now there's some desperation on Bowser and on Mendelssohn and on everybody's part in D.C. to make this thing easier for the, the commanders or whatever they'll be called to move back to the RFK site which will also turn into hopefully um, by design a thriving vibrant retail, you know, and residential community around it. You know, anytime these stadiums move into these areas, people who live there always push back. You wouldn't want a stadium around the corner from your house. And nobody at the RFK in the RFK neighborhood, which is now a much better neighborhood again. Part uh, you know Part by, uh, in part due to Abe Poland's move to Chinatown, which really was the beginning of uh, the resurrection of a city in terms of people living there, neighborhoods developing. We weren't a city of neighborhoods 25 years ago. We weren't. I mean, there were neighborhoods and people living in the neighborhoods, but the neighborhoods became much, much more. Exciting and job creation worthy with Abe's move to Chinatown. And now, what bothers me more than anything else is I just wonder what's going to happen to that area and then what's going to happen to the city. We certainly need strong leadership, we certainly need, you know, uh, a reduction in the increase in crime that we've seen. You know, over the last couple of years post-pandemic. We need businesses to move back into the city. We need people to go back to work. I don't know what the future looks like as far as that's concerned. I guarantee you this, Mayor Bowser has a lot on her plate, and losing these two sports teams is probably way down the list financially, but in terms of public relations, in terms of what matters and what will be used against her, this is a big day and a bad day for Mayor Bowser. Um, phone lines are open. I do want to read a little bit from the particulars of the deal, because I think some things in here are interesting. Um, the post did a good job of sort of outlining everything. I'll read from that, and then we'll take calls at 301-230-0980, 301 230 Zero nine eighty. Um, yeah, I, I, I hear you. I, I, I do. Uh, t- somebody friend of mine. How about when he said that they're he wants to acquire Delaware? Well, that's not exactly what he was saying. He was saying that his sports teams uh, have an audience. Richmond to north of Baltimore, as you go through the northern counties of Maryland, northeast counties of Maryland, up not you know up ninety five, and you cross over into Delaware. That you have fans there too. It's not a lot of Delaware, and it's not Eastern Shore Delaware that he was referring to, although that may be part of it. Um, but once you get into that area, you're getting much closer to. Wilmington, and Philly. Those are Philly sports fans, much more than they are Washington uh, sports fans. Um, all right, phone lines, 301-230-0980. Uh, just, I mean, ex- express how you feel. Um, For me, I feel really awful for my hometown city that two teams that – um, I know from personal experience what it was like to go to the Capitol Center. I'm old enough, guys, all right. I was in Patriot parking or Eagle parking at the Capitol Center. I was in that building probably probably as much over the years as I was ultimately in Capitol One and it wasn't convenient. And when they moved downtown, it felt so right, especially as that area started to take off, especially when you had the opportunity to go down and grab a bite to eat and a beer before the game or after the game. You know, and that area was bustling. And the arena was a good arena. I know many people feel it's outdated, and not a great arena anymore. There are far worse, but I get it. It's a bit outdated and they it needs a lot of work certainly from a technological uh, standpoint. Um and there will still be the Mystics playing there. Uh, And Georgetown, I am sure, will continue to play there. And it will house concerts continually. I think I read something this morning where it's like top 10 in the country for indoor arenas in gross concert revenue. Um, So, yeah, but not having your two main tenants there for 82 dates out of the year, plus in the Caps case, playoff games, um, that will certainly hurt. It will hurt financially that area a lot. And you wonder whether or not it'll turn into what it was prior to that arena being there. Always loved going down. Still love going down to Chinatown for a game. So much more. So much more than FedEx Field. Um, but seven o'clock starts were always a problem. All right. Phone lines, your calls next 301-230-0980. Kevin Chiencho on the Team 980, theteam980.com. We're free and live on the Odyssey app.